The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. goodness all of you intentional spirits out there uh we love that you connect with us and follow us and listen to the tools uh not rules but the tools that we offer in order that we are intentional and i i say it every week uh, maybe as much as i need it as anybody there's a big difference between being intentional and having good intentions and that you know when we have good intentions uh new year's resolutions we're going to start walking every day (laughs) you know we're going to watch what we're putting in our body we're not going to mentalize things and all that stuff we got an expert here today that's going to be talking about those things it's one thing to have good intentions but it's one thing to be intentional that you know you follow through and one of the things i've found is that Often, people let external circumstances change their plans. For being intentional, you just keep going. You keep taking those baby steps and those small steps. So it's my pleasure today to have here in the studio with me, Miss Sharon Brown. And she has a story to tell. So, um, Sharon, tell us how, you know, tell us a little bit about your story. Were you you born intentional? Um, Tell our audience some of the things about your path. Um, that really, you know, brought you into a place of, of where you are. Often, I mean, many of us go through tragedy yeah. or we go through health challenges or things like that. So what's your story? Yeah, so huh, let me see. Um, first of all, no, I, I'm not originally from Florida. Okay. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, and I spent the last years, the last maybe about 20 years or so, living in Maryland, and I recently moved to Florida exactly July 1st is when I crossed the border, so I'm I'm so excited to be here with you. So much has happened in that time. Um, But over the last 20 years, my career has been in the field of K-12 education, and it was a very rewarding one, Mm -hmm. and I did great work. I love the people that I met during that time, but have you ever in your lifetime been doing great work, enjoying what you were doing, but all the while something inside of you is telling you that there's something else that you're supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah. The soul's doing that, isn't it? Telling us there's there's more. There's definitely more. I'm going through the motions, and I'm loving it. Yeah. But, but there's more. I, I, I make it a distinction of um, the difference between good mm. and amazing. I yeah. like that. I so, like that. yes. I like that. I like I'm, that. I'm so with you. I yeah, like and that. I imagine a lot of people are. Yeah. Feel free to put your comments in <laughs> if that's a person that's related to you right now, too, whether it's relationship or work or whatever. Yeah. That you're, it's good. It's but good that you want it to be amazing. amazing. Right. Yeah. So it was not yet that amazing. And I have had multiple opportunities throughout my career in K-12 to say, okay, Shimon, you can make the leap now. Mm-hmm. Move in the direction that you know you're being called to. But I was afraid because mm-hmm. I knew how my check came. My check came doing this thing, right. and every 1st and 15th or whatever the date was for the job, my check would hit. Um, this last time before I finally, and I say I left K-12, but I still feel like I'm an advocate, so I didn't really leave. I'm just mm-hmm. not working in that sector anymore. But this last time um, before I left, I said, okay, I'm taking the leap because you might not believe this, but I am 46 years old. <laughs> no, we don't believe it. For more information about that topic, contact Sharon Brown. <laughs> um, so I said, you know, what are you what are you waiting for? Are you waiting? Really, what I said to myself is, are you waiting until death? Like, what mm-hmm. I, I want to 
in, in the words of, of a pastor that I admire who's no longer with us physically, I want to die empty. I want to die mm-hmm. knowing that I've done everything I came here to do and that I've, I've touched the lives that I was supposed to touch. In the meantime, while I was not doing what I felt drawn to, which was <clears throat> helping people understand the connection between how they treat themselves with food, how they take care of themselves, mm-hmm. and their spirituality. In the meantime, I was experiencing health issues. For instance, one of the things I went through was severe adult acne for over a decade. And, you know, I just wow. have to say, once I made the decision to say, that's it, no, no more of this, I'm leaving, today's the day. It's like the acne went away the next day. It makes oh, me wait, think wait. of the story that Wayne Dyer breaking told out and breaking about. in. Yeah, he talked right. about his daughter with um, I can't remember what she had on her face, but she prayed about that thing and it went away. I didn't pray about it. I just made a decision to finally move into the fear and just do what I believe I was called to do. And like the next day, the acne went away. Anyway, so I was dealing wow. with that. Um, I was pre-diabetic. My fibroids were the size of grapefruits, and I can just keep going down the list. I was walking down the stairs. My girlfriend, my um, my best friend, one day was visiting and said to me, "Why are you walking down the stairs like an old lady? My knees were in pain, my back was in pain, everything." Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided it was time to take care of myself, um, move into the the direction I knew I was being called into, and help other people cross over that bridge. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I decided, okay, I'm doing this spiritual nutrition thing um, 100%. It's the way that I am going to live. I have no idea how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm here. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's like we say in the Science of Mind teachings, what I am looking for, indeed, I'm looking with. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm looking for, I'm looking with. And I, I love... Uh, in your story as an intentional spirit that throughout that process it wasn't like you know can you believe it you know I mean you didn't you didn't go you didn't let uh, victimhood uh, run your experience you were having an experience but you're so much more than all of that so it's it's a beautiful story of how you shape-shifted from you know here I am I know I I want to go through changes. Um, I've been working with an idea that, you know, everybody, um, even those of you listening and me and Siobhan, <laughs> you know, we say we, we want change, but there's a big difference between we want change and we want to change. Uh, right? Yeah, and know. so, um, and I, I'm sure somebody brilliant <laughs> said that and I'm just copying what they said. But, um, but that's so true because there is a, a big difference. So you were saying, I want to change. And I think a point that I want to make about that is is often people say, okay, I do want change. And then their body stops act, starts acting mm. up. And they, they see it wrong. They go, and on top of everything right. else, right? right? As if I didn't have enough on my plate right. or enough decisions to make. <laughs> Now my body's messing up too when it's the opposite. It is. It is. My body is now aligning right. with me. Right. And my body is bringing, it's, my body doesn't lie. I can pretend. You know, I can promise myself I'm going to leave this career right. or, or step out on faith. Right. But my body's saying, Tron, girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not buying that. Right. So we're going to break your face out. Right. You right. know. Right. And, you know, I think about the some of my clients and, and the challenges that they're facing because when we first come together in the client relationship, you know, they think it's all about the food. Okay. And, yeah, we get that taken care of and they lose the weight and all of that. And then a lot of times what happens is they hit a plateau. Yeah. Um, and so that, that opens the door to allow the conversation to evolve and move beyond the food. Mm. And when we start to move beyond the food, what I discover and what they allow themselves to become aware of is there are other things that are happening in their lives. There are avoidances. There are blocks that they put in place, things that they know they should be moving forward in in life, Mm -hmm. and they're not. And so it shows up in high blood pressure or diabetes. A lot of times. Fibromyalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthritis. Exactly. Mm -hmm. When we see these diseases showing up in our bodies, our bodies are letting us know we are out of alignment, you said. Yeah. 
I, I, and I'm, I like what you're saying because I, I like to use the, the idea that it's not only what you're eating, it's what's eating you. Mm. Right? I should have a notepad it's that thing. writing down all these little things you're saying. <laughs> We're in this together, girl. And I have exceeded 46 a couple of times, so that might have a little bit to do with it. But, um, yeah, well, and the part about it is because of, you know, in your becomingness, you've, you've gone through the experiences. I, I love listening to someone talk about health and well-being, yeah. a flexible body, the fluidity of spirit. I I don't know about everybody else listening. We welcome your comments. But I enjoy that, you know, learning from somebody that it's been your experience. Mm-hmm. You've been there. Mm-hmm. You went through the trenches. You know, you were over there. Mm-hmm. And then you had this whole revelation. Yeah, and you know, what What helped, What I would say, because you, you brought up the flexibility of the body, mm-hmm. one of the things that started it off for me, something in me, kept saying, try yoga, try yoga, try yoga. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I didn't go to any class or anything. I bought my little DVD out of, I think, Target or somewhere like that for $20. And I just made a commitment to myself every day to do that for 20 minutes in the morning, 5 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, I just up and do that. And then after that, I said, okay, I'm going to add prayer to this. So then I would pray after yoga. Then I started praying during yoga. While all of this was happening, um, Number one, <laughs> I can't forget the day when I was running down the stairs because I was late going somewhere. I was running down the stairs. And I said, oh, my God, I'm running down the stairs. <laughs> and that's when I realized, okay, something is shifting in me. And then I decided, okay, I, I want to be a yogi. And I, I had no idea what, what that meant to be a yogi. But long story short, after about two or three years of saying I want to be a yogi, I said, let me sign up for a, a class. And Absolutely. It was a, a year-long class. I love the experience. I love the school in Maryland. I love my teachers. Um, And in that process, what I learned was, and it connects back to something that you just said, I was already what I thought I was going to go be. Um, So anyway, so like I was saying, so it was allowing my mind to quiet in the morning um, that opened up the opportunity for me to go inside and, and touch my higher self, touch God, and begin to make the changes in my life that have brought me here thus far, even to the point of moving when I had no idea where I was moving to, what St. Petersburg looked like, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where I am now. It took me 40-something years to say, hey, you know what, this going with spirit thing, I think I'm going to try that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, certainly, it's certainly working for you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the allowing... The letting go, and of course, we have a joke here in St. Petersburg. Um, I kind of started <laughs> in order to get to heaven, you must get relocate to St. Petersburg. <laughs> I can believe that. Um, and of course, we know heaven is a state of mind, mm. but um, you have a new book out, The Wellness Purpose Connection. Wow, so this, this whole experience has totally. Uh, transformed uh, your life. Yeah. I want to read a comment. Here. Okay. Oh yeah, it's not just what you're eating; it's what's eating you. Welcome, yep. Kim yep. and uh, Debbie and Carol and David, my bro, David, Alex, <laughs> yeah. everybody that's here. Appreciate you being with us today, and keep those comments coming. We yep. really yep. appreciate you. So, um, the wellness purpose connection, and so your life is truly like transformed. You know, I think that often um, when I, a lot of times people talk about spirituality and, and oming and, you know, and, and being in a place of silence and stillness and all of that is wonderful. Um, there's, a, there's an element, though, that often people negate or forget about their physical body, their mental body, their emotional body. Yeah. It's all of these four and how they call for our attention. Mm. You know, sometimes we hope they don't call for our attention in a loud shout. Right. But it's it's at any given moment, you know, some of those things, isn't it? Yeah. So what do you address in your book, The Wellness Purpose Connection? So <clears throat> I just want to give you the story. About give it, girl. <laughs> give us the story. What you waiting on? <laughs> we were 
ready for the story, and then we oh want to know goodness. how to do our hair like that. Oh, my goodness. So okay. those are two very important things for me today. I, I have a little bit of an agenda. <laughs> Give us your story. All right. So it was actually March 3rd. I was still living in Maryland. As in this past month. This year. As in the other day. The other day. As March, day. 3rd. March 3rd. March okay. 3rd, 2017. My, um, I was waking up. I was still living in Maryland. And you ever... You ever had an experience where you you hear someone calling you, or you think you hear someone calling you, and you're not sure, but the sound it's getting closer and closer. Yeah. That is what was happening. I was wow. waking up, and that is what. And what I heard was the wellness purpose image. The wellness image just kept getting closer and closer until I answered the voice back and said, "What is that?" Right? And then all of a sudden, there was the only way I can think to say it is there was a download. There was a download. I just First, wellness was broken down. Then purpose was broken down. And the fact that, you know, there are many of us who, when we think of purpose, we think of, what did I come here to do? What should my job be? But it's more than that. It was uh, what was broken down for me with three purposes that we all have. Wow. And so what I, at the end of it all, what I heard was, get up and write. Don't do anything. Just write. So I didn't brush my teeth. I was sitting in my pajamas, face not washed, but the laptop was open and I just typed until it all poured out. So washed it, washed it over And, you know, um, I knew that the book was a start of something. It wasn't, it, it wasn't the complete thing. And it's so funny because since I moved down here, I've met someone, which you may know, Dr. Montano. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I, when I, funny story how I met him, because I just said, I'm going to go meet that man. But anyway, so I went and met him and, and talking to him, I found out, oh my goodness, like that's, what he teaches is one of the pieces mm-hmm. to my book. Absolutely. So he's, he's actually my coach now, so that's one wonderful thing. But um, in the Wellness Purpose Connection, basically I, I, I share what you just said about how our bodies will speak to us if we are not in alignment with mm-hmm. all three of our purposes. And in each of them, there are lessons for us to learn, and there are lessons that people are learning from us by observing us as we learn our lessons. Yes. So, so that's that. That's that's the skinny on the book. Um, that's real powerful. Yeah. Well, we we just can't end there. So <laughs> you got us like really wanting more, more, more. You know, um, when you what are our three purposes? Okay. So so what are and, and, and you know give us some teasers because we definitely we need the book. Right. <laughs> and, and by the way, I'm talking to Sharon Brown. She's all that and then some, which is apparent. And her website is Sweet Eden by Sharon. That's Sweet Eden by Sharon, S-H-E-R-O-N. And we're delighted to have her, and she's on in studio today, which we love. And uh, I know, Rick Finbo, more, more, more. How do you like it? How do you like it? That's it. I mean, we're just having a really good time today. So um, just... Love all of you, and thank you for being here. And thank a lot you. of people are coming in and telling you hello. That's Hi. Right. Hi. So, um, what are our three purposes? So, the first one is the one that we're all familiar with. It is what we came to do. That thing that I was struggling with when I was still in K twelve for all those years. So that 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 one is the one we always hear about. So Some of the then, calling stuff. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, because you know, if you think about it, we were a seed of our parents and inside of each seed there's programming, there's information Mm -hmm. right? And so what is that programming and are we allowing that to blossom right? So that's that's, that's the first one, Mm -hmm. the first um, the first purpose. The second one um, like I like to call it, are our soul's lessons, right? There are lessons that we're, we're here to learn and Oftentimes, we know we have not learned the lesson when we have these repeating patterns in our life. Whatever the pattern may be for you, for, for me, one of them had to do with control. I needed to control everything. Um, and so I continue to have, I continue, how it showed up for me was I continue to have supervisors where I had no control. Um, so so that's, that's, that's just one of the soul lessons. But then other lesson, or the other purpose, I should say, is one that we all have collectively together, and that is how we treat our earth, right? And so, again, so, and the way the book 
came out of me. I'll even use the word channel. But the way the book came out of me, it was as if they built on each other. But mm-hmm. that ultimate uh, purpose of um, nurturing the earth that mm-hmm. was that was that that was the ultimate one. So it was like just getting in alignment with ourselves for each of them, um, kind of like on the higher. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. That's that's really cool, and I love the way you tied it all mm-hmm. together. It's the Trinity of Purpose, isn't it? Ooh, it's I'm like trying the, to steal that. It's like the, no, <laughs> it's just downloading right now, so yeah. you can you can have it. But yeah. it's the it'd be the Trinity of Purpose, you know, because often it's uh, body, mind, and spirit can be a Trinity, at least in New Thought. Yeah, and then or the uh, past, uh, future, and past, present, and future. Oh is another trinity, but you're downloading like a whole thing around who you are. Yeah. And I, I love how you're identifying that because I, you know, I, I think of, um, when I think of children, I think about being born and, and, and all of that. I love uh, Khalil Gibran, mm-hmm. uh, the mystic prophet that said that your children come through you, but not from you. Mm-hmm. They are life's longing for itself. Mm-hmm. Sons and daughters of life longing for itself and I really I really love that I mean that's that's it's really powerful because um, we do I, I speak about it frequently we do have it backwards in our society is that you know adult people have baby people <laughs> and tell baby people what they know or do not know instead of adults have baby people because it's at the right time that those baby people show up to give them new wisdom. You know, that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, can you feel that? Absolutely. Uh-huh. I have a son uh-huh. who he actually he just turned twenty uh, about a month ago. Uh-huh. And I oftentimes say that um, I like to he saved my life mm-hmm. because I was running around confused or foolishness. Yeah. And once he was born I had to settle down because what I thought was, oh, I, I have another human being I need to take care of. Right. Um, but he was definitely a part of my evolution and my learning because I had to learn, let me say it like this, while he was still in my room, I cannot remember what I was watching or what I was listening to, but what I, I was listening to something and it said something to the effect of, from the time the child leaves the room, um, they are growing in independence or something like that. But basically at that time I realized, oh, I need to I need to practice now that I won't have control because everything with each step is growing in independence, being cut from the umbilical cord, being not being breastfed anymore, not needing me to feed him anymore, not needing me to walk into school anymore. So now he's at his own place where he's discovering life and I found myself in this Worry, frantic. You know, you can feel the worry happening in your body, mm-hmm. um, and I had to release that because I said, "Sharon, you only, you were only a conduit to get him here, yeah. and now he's here to do whatever it is he came to do. What I can do now is be a guide, yeah. pray, you know, give advice, and just trust that he will serve his purpose mm-hmm. that he came to. It's powerful that yeah. letting go, yeah. that um, allowing and, and, and letting be, mm-hmm. and. And that's what you're urging all of us to do uh, with the wellness purpose, you know, connection. Because yeah. you have this strong tie-in with the fact that it's about um, our bodies are always telling us, you know, where we are with the trinity and purpose, aren't isn't it? It's always letting us know, you know, where we're at with that. And, you know, often to me the body um, allows us an opportunity to cry out loud. You know, or to um, especially those that are immersed in um, positive thinking, or uh, are people motivated, or, or just it's a brand new day, or whatever. But it, it it's it's one way in our society that we have created. We we have uh, clear permission without judgment to complain about our shoulder or our knee <laughs> or our elbow. You know, whereas. Uh, you know, we might be hesitant to say, I'm just having a really, really challenging day. But I could say, well, but my elbow's been aching today. And it, it doesn't it's, it's, it's like body, it's a trophy. It's, it's a trophy. Like it's, a trophy. it's like, was, oh, here we go. I, yeah. I just sent a text to a friend the other day. And I, I said to her, 
about their ailments as if they won a trophy. Like the one, the lady that was in the room that I was listening to, she, I can't remember what she said. She had, oh, I have this thing, but oh, and if your doctor lets you know you have it, call me. I'm an expert. Why are you happy? I mean, I'm glad she knows what to do to take care of herself. Right. But why are you happy that she ran off in about two minutes four different things that were going on? Right. And I thought to myself, that doesn't have to be the case. Right. You don't have to have all those things going on. Like, mm-hmm. there's something you can do. Yes, um, one of the first areas we can start with is food. Yes, mm-hmm. another area we can start with is movement and exercise. Absolutely, because this this thing that we're given that's called our body needs those things. But then we're forgetting what's the most important. So it's our connection. Yeah. Our connection to source. That's so, so very, very uh, true. I, I just love that. Um, I was uh, doing a class here uh, a few days ago, and I was just kind of, you know, that's why I love teaching class, because you just kind of, I don't like having a plan. And so (laughs) I was was talking about um, how that, you know, people ask me, you know, certain things about, you know, you don't, how are you feeling? And, And I was saying to them that that's not how I start my day. How am I feeling? You know, um, a lot of people wake up in the morning and go, how am I feeling? Knee? Are you hurting? <laughs> Arm, leg, shoulder? Do my checklist. I'm feeling kind of off. Or, you know, I wasn't feeling that great yesterday, but I'm feeling better today. I said, I start my day with spirit. Making that connection first. I'm not saying the feelings aren't there. We're designed to happen. You know, they're part of our being in a human suit, various feelings. But that's not how, that's not my first and primary focus. It's how am I feeling? Because some people can't ever get past there, you know. So it's that practice of, you know, good morning spirit, here I am. And certainly want to be open to the mystery of life. I'm going to do my best to not tell you that I'm going to have the same day I had yesterday. Because you're, you're so right on. I mean, often, I mean, every day is like an empty eraser, right. an empty chalkboard, right, right, right. you know, or an eraser board. And we tend to write down, like the woman, the same things every day. You know, here I am, this is happening, that's happening, that's happening, this is what's going on, this is what I'm doing. And it's such a disservice to what is possible. Mm-hmm. To be willing, you know, to be in a space of something of something new that we don't know yet. Yeah. You, you made me, so that, that's a great way to wake up. I, I might have to amend what I say. But when I wake up, the thing I say is, <laughs> I don't know how grand it is, but I say, okay, I'm alive. I'm still here. Yeah. That means there's more for me to do. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely, I yeah. Well, I, I do too. I'm pretty excited that I'm alive. <laughs> you know, every sometimes I check a little longer uh huh. Here we are, but I I don't like to identify with the uh, consciousness of um, of Jesus and Sai Baba and uh, John of God and you know Gandhi and the whatever Martin Luther King Jr. Whatever I like to say, I, I want to be accessible for that assessment. You know that that part I'm willing for that part of originality to flow through me. Uh, not to be exactly like something right. or someone, but to be open of what is possible. Yeah. You know, for whatever miracles can come our yeah. come our way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I. I yeah. I, I, I know what you say. I, I guess. If well, I, I like what you say. <laughs> it's a good thing we're yeah. making a good team yeah. here. And thank all of you for uh, checking in and and continuing to make your comments. I I really. Uh, appreciate that. Um, we have a comment. I wake with gratitude. Oh, nice. oh yeah, that that's a nice. that's a big one. For yeah. years, I used to write down fifty things I loved about my life. Oh, wow. and um, and it, it, a bit at first, I was so other oriented. You know, of that that in my twenties, I was so other oriented that I was uncomfortable recognizing what I liked about my life. And so it was a strain at first, yeah. you know, until the list got easier. 
I got more comfortable, yeah. you know, recognizing and thinking and, and that awareness. But I want to I wanna tune in a little bit because I want to talk about uh, when you talk about the food. Okay. Uh, take us there and uh, give us some insight. Because I know that sometimes when people talk about, well, you need to change the way you're eating, um, that could, we kind of fill in the gap of what we think about that. So what do you think about that? What I think about You didn't know this was going to be so much fun, though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, this is fun. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, what do I think about the way you know, when, when you're talking to people about food and, 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 and the way they eat, do you have certain recommendations you make about, I mean, does it require people being vegetarian, being vegan, oh, not eating so much, um, alkalinity? I mean, what, when you talk about it, what are you, so I don't make an assumption yeah. about it. Well, for myself, what works for me and what I have understood that works for my body is eating as a vegetarian. Okay. Uh, I don't like to say I'm vegetarian, like, I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan. I eat in this way. Yeah, um, most times I eat vegan raw, but that's not for everyone. So, right. one of the one of the first things we do is when people usually come to me saying, "Well, I want to go on a cleanse," or "I want to go on a fast." Okay, well let's let's back up with that. Why, mm-hmm. first of all, do you want to do that? What is the intention yes. of that? Um, and and what what I found is sometimes that's not really what the answer needs to be. If they come to a place of awareness when they realize that's not the answer needs to be, either. but. Wherever it is we start from, I encourage, there's such a word as um, bio-individuality. I got that from my, my teacher. And bio-individuality. Okay, that sounds really... Right. Yeah, bio-individuality. So okay. I have a friend who recently discovered that eating as a pescatarian is what works best for her body. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I do, first of all. I help you figure out what works best for your body. Beef is not for everyone. Right. I know it's not for me. Yeah. Because we'll be having a problem if I eat some beef after the Okay. <laughs> I will not be going there. Right. Yeah. So number one is that it's figuring out what works best for your body. And we may do that. There are so many diets out there. I don't claim one or another. But some version mm-hmm. of an elimination diet where we back up off of all the things that you are consuming that you don't know if they're harming you or not. Such as dairy, beef, right. pork. And then... Or we, and then we begin right. to um, um, gradually bring them in. We begin to gradually bring in one thing at a time. So we took eggs out, so let's introduce egg in. What's happening? Okay, okay, good. Let's introduce chicken in. Oh, wait, something happened. You have issues with going to the bathroom, what have you. Well, let's examine that. So work with that. Right, so that's, that's one. But when it, in particular, when it comes to... Um, Folks wanted to lose weight, and that's what a lot of people come to me for. They want to lose weight, and then as we go in, we find there's more to go, go into. It's not just about food, right? Um, it's examining, okay, why do you think you have to have apples and blue cheese? I remember I had a client. She was so cute. She would always say things to me like, I'm not giving up my, you know, whatever it is, my barbecue chicken and blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, and she would just run down the list every week. I'm not giving up my, and then the next two weeks we talk, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember sometimes I'd even write notes to myself to say, okay, don't ask her about it this week, but ask her to challenge herself on what her thinking is about why she has to have you achieve that. Yes. You know, and then... Where's that come from? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so what we found at the end of our relation, you know, the coaching cycle came to a close. Oh my goodness. She not only lost a lot of she shed herself of relationships that I didn't even know she was in that was wow. harming her. And so, as she, I want to say, learned to love herself more about how she treats herself and she put in her body and loving mm-hmm. herself, she, she, she let a 13-year relationship go that I didn't even know was a bad one in the coaching session. So, wow. so that's why I always just say, it's not about the food, but, you know, I'll help you lose weight, but it's not just about the food. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, I, I know, too, that um, people say to me, and I, I just want to be clear, as you have said, um, some people need to eat beef, some need to eat chicken and fish and animal protein, and others of us don't need to right now. And I think that's one of the things I enjoy about this journey 
is I live in the practice that one size doesn't fit all. And I never needed people to be in my club for me to be comfortable. You know, I've never been going around going, well, you know, they're gay or, or they're vegetarian or, you know, I'm not, or no, I'm only vegetarian. It's like if people come to my house and they eat, you know, meat, then I'm going to order meat for them and I'm going to be right, so happy for right. them. Or I'm, you know, I can't drink. I mean, it's been 30 years, no alcohol, right? If I could, I would. But, I mean, people that want to drink, bring it on, you know. I'm happy for you. So I, I, I like that freedom of that. But I, I think that, you know, for people, because the moment you said, you know, you're just determined or you got to have dairy or you got to have this or you're not willing to change, I know there's already people out there going, nope, I'm not giving that up. <laughs> right. And so I always say, um, wean off and take a break for 30 days. Because when people would say, you know, maybe dairy isn't good for you this is years ago, i go, I can't imagine. You know, I grew up on a dairy farm and, and grew up, um, my grandfather was, I didn't want to grow up right here on the property, but... You know, I didn't go out and do the cow thing or anything, but, um, you know, we had a lot of dairy products. Uh, we did. And um, and I couldn't imagine not having cheese. But I took a 30-day period off, and then I had it. And then I went, oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. You know, wheat is the same way. Okay. You know, that yeah. you take a break from it. And I think that often is the stopper for people. They think, oh, you're asking me to give this up for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, my grandmother did it, and her grandmother did it, and, you know, my family's always done this. Uh, but our vibration changes. Yeah. You know, it really does. Don't you think? I will. Yeah, I mean, it's not a thing where, well, first of all, not to sound negative or anything, but the rest of your life will be tomorrow. So why are, right. why are we even worried about how long I'm going to go without this thing? Right. Here's the thing. Here's something I say. Tell it. I, <laughs> I have a group on Facebook. Um, it's called Going Raw Together. And I always say, even though it's called Going Raw Together, it's not about, oh, you got to eat all 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I just had this thing in the group where I said, post your dinner every day. Even if your dinner is cooked, it's not about if you ate chicken or didn't eat chicken. It's just about allowing the bounty. That's, that's out there. Asking. In. Because the more the more you make yourself open to the abundance of food types that are out there, the more choices you have. The more choices that you have. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's almost like that there has been such a loss of the sacredness of food. Mm. There's, the, there's the moment that says, you know, what does my body want today? And and do I want this? I mean, I mean, I used to be a Taco Bell queen. Oh, my goodness, me too. Girl, me too. Get the car there. <laughs> I traveled the country. It's like, where is my Taco Bell? Give me that Taco Bell. And one day, <laughs> I didn't go to Taco Bell, you know? I didn't go to Taco Bell anymore. And probably out of 15, 18 years, I may have been twice. But there, it was a regularity that I didn't ask myself, do you want this? You know, do you really want this? Is this going to be good for you? Is this going to bring you to a happy place? It's just kind of like, well, it's, you know, to fill me up. It's easy. Drive through. Um, I often say, you know, long-term drive through window leads to the, you know, prescription drive through window, too. Oh, I don't yes, know. You sure. <laughs> From one drive-through window to the other. Yeah. So it's a it's a consciousness thing yeah. too. Of that sacredness. Does my body want this? And that also is about the place of fullness. Fullness. You know, where we overeat often because it's time, or because there's group of people coming, or you know, because of that. Uh, Anita is saying hers was uh, to polling. Oh, that's you. That's yeah, I'm still with you. I, I love Chipotle, but then uh-huh. even with that, after a while, I said, "Okay, I'll take the brown rice. Okay, I'm taking." Um, but yeah, but if I'm stuck and I, I am on a long distance drive and this is Chipotle, I, I, I might stop there and get the bowl. You know, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right. bless it. Right, right. And you know, <clears throat> when we find ourselves saying, I gotta have this thing, there usually is a reason behind it. You know, there was, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell on myself, okay, but there was once upon a time this vodka that I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we met now instead of then. We would have been in trouble. We wouldn't have been able to even finish out the show. Oh my goodness! And I don't, I don't even remember the name of the vodka. I just know if I saw the bottle, I could point it out and say that one right there. Right. And somehow I discovered. I don't know what spirit this was. The spirit of the vodka, but somehow I discovered that when I mixed it with ginger ale and put it on ice. It was just delightful. And I started having it every day after work. One glass, sometimes two. And the pounds were coming on. This this vodka was syrupy sweet, y'all. It was syrupy sweet. Oh, my God, yeah. And um, once I released it, you know, I had to go through my process. But once I released I just said, Shimon, why do you need to have this every day after work? Don't go turn it into an alcoholic now. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> but once I released it and I'm able to now step back and look at what was happening, I wasn't happy in my job. Yeah, so that, that was that yeah. Filling the hole. So what I what I now realize as I'm talking to you in this moment, I realize I replaced it. Time that I would take when I came home to make my drink and sit on the couch and watch TV, and that's it. I started making. I don't know why what happened there, but I just yeah. did. Um, and I'm happier, I'm healthier. So see, there's a difference between oh, I don't really, I can do this work. I'm not really happy. I don't like my supervisor. Yada yada. Versus, right. I'm happy. Let me make some right. healthy food. I mean, that sounds kind of no, not just in my my. Make some people say, "Shut up!" I don't want to hear. Healthy mind, <laughs> healthy mind, and healthy uh, body. Uh, Debbie's saying that uh, she makes a commitment to eat clean for a week, and then the cravings begin to binge. Yep. You know that's, that's right. That's yeah, I'm, I'm one carbohydrate chip away from a whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> Once you open that door, is you have to put the screen on it, put the lock. And, oh, you know everything. Put that lock on that door. No doubt, no doubt about it. Um, what a what a blessing. I want to remind you again to go to Sweet Eden by Sharon. Sweet Eden by Sharon. S-H-E-R-O-N dot com. And check out the Wellness Purpose Connection. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sweet Eden because the, I believe I'm here to inspire my listening on like the garden. I got all I got all that. I knew all that. Yeah. You're bringing in that sweet Eden. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the garden. Another thing I, I forgot to share was, and I'm so excited because I actually have a class coming on the book. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you do. So yeah. when is the class? Um, shame on me for not knowing the date, but it is the Saturday. It's online. So okay. it's the Saturday. It starts the Saturday after Thanksgiving. That's oh, Friday. that's a real good time <laughs> to get everybody before the... Yeah, you know, the, the holy day, mm. the, the the busy making, all that season of, mm. of jolly and yes. way too much. Yeah, yes. that's a perfect that's time to do it. So the information's on your website. Actually, no. <laughs> but if, if someone wanted to know more about the pastor, just reach out to me through my contact page. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they, we can find you on your Facebook page. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because your Facebook page is uh, Sharon Brown. It's Sharon Brown Page. H.C. PhD. Let me check this out. Uh, I have a PhD too. It's called Prayer, Humility, and Devotion. All right now. You know that's my that's my practice of PhD, right? It's an ongoing prayer, PhD, prayer, humility, devotion. Okay. Prayer, humility, devotion. Too many things to remember. I'll just have to watch this over. My notebook. Yeah, after all these little nuggets, we're having them. Yeah, we're getting lots of good comments, and we do appreciate all of you tuning in with us. Um, We love to hear from you, and I want to thank you so much for your sharing the show with others. It's because of you that people are tuning in and checking in from all over the world, and I am very, very grateful. Very, very grateful. 
So a lot of a lot of people that are um, moving along past thirty, past forty, past fifty that have not ever gotten into any kind of uh, yoga practice. Uh, what do you feel is their best? Um, what's the best start? Is it a DVD? Um, I think it's a soul, like with the bio individuality. Of, I think it has a lot to do with or as a person. If if you're now, can you believe I'm an introvert? <laughs> but if you're an introvert like me, um, you might want to start in your home. Yes. Uh, or you might want to start with a yoga teacher who will come to your home. I did that for a little while in Maryland as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to folks home to teach yoga. If you're someone who like crowds, you like connection, you want to be around people, then go ahead and find a class. Yeah. And so, is it easy to get to a, a level with it if you just are consistent? I know we're talking broad, but did you find it easy for you Absolutely. once you got into the Absolutely. Rhythm? You know, when you see um, younger generations sometimes in their poses, like us, <laughs> in their poses, you think, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> how did you get your leg up there? Right, how about that? Um, how did that happen? <laughs> One of the things that I love so much about the school that I went to, I can't speak for other schools, I can't speak for um, is that we learned, and I learned that yoga is for everyone. We learned how to make the poses accessible to everyone. Um, even the ones that were really complicated, there are such things called props that, that help us um, get our bodies there. So, so, you know, I'm thinking like my leg. I have an issue with my, let's say that Sometimes it's an issue that shows up. I don't have it. Sometimes it's an issue that shows up in my right. somewhere else. Yes. It doesn't belong to right. me. It wants to land on me. <laughs> and um, there are certain poses where my leg might not want to go up, but thanks to a bump on the strap, and my teacher told me, taught me the steps to get into the pose, mm-hmm. then um then I'm able to access it. So that's it. You know, if you're that person who you're thinking, I want to try it, but I don't know. It's finding, and you might have to visit a couple of schools in your area, right? Mm-hmm. But it's finding the, the, the teacher that takes the time to walk you through the steps. Another thing, try yoga one. If you go to a class or even gentle, like that's a good beginning mm-hmm. if you've never before. And you can't even bend over and touch your knee, much less your toes. Like that's, that's a good Start there. Yeah. yeah, start there. Wow, so our that's powerful. So and it, and we can all start today. Yeah, we can do something. Yep. You know, that's the good news. We can do something. Just little baby steps. Okay. So the Trinity of Purpose is your calling, and I know the contribution to the earth. Yeah. And what's the middle of it? Your soul. Your self purpose. So the calling and then the lessons that are coming your way yeah. that could be acne, you yeah. know? Yeah. Could be um, an awakening, could be something physical. Right. It could be some special people. <laughs> they turn out to be really special in your life. And because it's not always um, it's not always the people that really get you and love you and see you. You know, it's, it's often the people that, you know, teach you what you don't want to be like, or um, it's not so easy. Yeah. It's instructive, but it's not so kind. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to say, you know, after the book, it's written, it's in print, it's in black and white, but it's not done. Right? It's... It's one that even after you read it, it's still evolving and your life is still growing and you're still more. So you put it down, but you're still living It's really powerful. Um, I just am thinking of um, a couple of uh, children that have been here in the community and how early on they were tagged autistic. And they were, and people were labeling them autistic. And the very nature of the commitment on behalf of the parents to step back from that 
and not just jump into a system of that, right. you know, and let everybody start telling them, yeah, this is the one label and here's what you have to do. Uh, with making some nutritional choices and some exposure of some different life experiences, um, both uh, children are doing exceptionally well. So that's really powerful. And who knows, maybe you're going to bring all this back around to that K-12 and you're going to impact because that's one of the, you know, when I was... um, Little, uh, I started to say when I was growing up, but I, I'm still growing up. But when I was little, I would uh, get up in the morning and I would be served uh, toast with uh, a big old sheet of butter, a lot of butter on it, and uh, white sugar. Oh, what is that It was like toast with butter and sugar on it. Oh, no special No. Okay. Right? No, my father made it for me. It was like a quick thing to make. Oh, wow. And here I'm laced in sugar. Yeah. Before I go to school, you know, and then it's like, and then I'm, I'm louder than anybody and talking more than anybody because I was not given the right food to start out with. And I then became this person that craved sugar and then through craving sugar, then it was candy bars. And then when I'm in teenage years, you know, it's not that cool to sit around and eat candy bars. So it then transcended from sugar and and wine and you know alcohol and yeah. it is definitely it's it's an epidemic in our society. Sugar altogether has weakened us uh, from a level of awareness and connection. And I, I I think it's interesting when you know so many people in our um, communities today have cancer because the number one thing you cannot have when you have cancer sugar. So there's yep. definitely a big, big, yep. bold, and brave message in there somewhere. Um, there definitely is. And thank you, Mary Jo, for saying that you're right. Children need a chance to grow, and they need to create their path without a, a label. Don't y'all love it that I, I lean forward? <laughs> I'm like, right in your face, I lean forward. Go, how you doing out there in the box? <laughs> We're so happy to see you. It's so yes, nice. Yes, we are. So nice. Makes you feel like fish, Bill. I know, right? Here we are. Here you are on the aquarium. We're getting up real close. How you doing in there? We just love doing this show. It's just really wonderful. I told you. It's like, to me, learning, it has to be fun. You know, we're we're all way too serious in our society enough. So we want to we make it fun. Well, I know it's hard to believe, but we're at the end of our time. So I know. I know. Well, we just have to have you back. So. <laughs> I want to thank all of you for, for being here, and I just want to reiterate that you want to check out Sharon Brown. It's uh, S-H-E-R-O-N Brown. PHC is her Facebook page. Her website is Sweet Eden. She's going to take you to the garden. Sweet Eden by Sharon.com. And we're asked to do another show together. All right, Kim. We'll listen to you, girl. Listen to you. So um, it's been a pleasure being with all of you. Yes. And like I said, look at this hair. <laughs> not like some of the most beautiful dude you've ever seen. I'm like, wow. Because I've met her for the first time today, too. Mm-hmm. But in spirit, I've known you a long time. Absolutely. I felt that the moment I saw you in the uh, reception area. I went, that girl, she's a home girl. <laughs> I fit right in with her. She's my home girl. So, uh Thank you for everybody giving us your uh, comments, and, and we appreciate you. Isn't that right, Anitra? That is some cool hair. Ooh. You got that on. You know Anitra? I know Anitra. Oh, that girl. She's been leaving. <laughs> yeah. She's been leaving you comments. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's, your that's, friends are tuning in today. That's and good. That's thank good. you, Debbie. Thanks, Rick. Carol, all of you. Really love and appreciate you. And, and uh, namaste. Just continue to be the light of love today. And um, know that this world is a better place because you're in it as an intangible spirit. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. 
This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehays.org. is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul. The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God. Peace in the Presence of Conflict Love in the presence of hatred. Forgiveness in the presence of injury. These words are easy to say. It's challenging, though, to live them in everyday life. After all, I can make my words and actions peaceful, but I have no control over the words and actions of others. That's true, but think about it. If you, then I, then others, one by one, responded in love in every situation... The effect would be like the wave you see spread across a sports stadium. It would go on and on, gaining momentum as it moved through the people around us. I can let peace begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. What got you started on your spiritual path? Minister and radio host Paul John Roach says his path began when he heard George Harrison of the Beatles talking about Hindu philosophy and meditation. Paul John writes about it in the current edition of Unity Magazine. And don't miss the interview with Eben Alexander, the neurologist whose near-death experience led him to write Proof of Heaven. It's all in the September-October edition of Unity Magazine. Go to unity.org and click on Publications. Do you ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings, is now available. 
This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.